Good afternoon, everybody, and happy Super Bowl Sunday. My name is Vincent De Pasquale, and welcome to my very first podcast. It's called A Different Take. I'm a sports fan, just like everybody else, and I've been watching sports for more than 40 years, particularly football, baseball, and basketball, and I look at sports a little bit differently than the average fan and analyst, and that's what I'll be providing to you, a bit of a different take, not just a contrarian take in, in as sports unfold, but really delving into the nitty gritty about how and why things happen and and how all these different aspects are intertwined with teams and players and franchises and really delving deep into the inner workings and uh, offering you great content and analysis that I hope will be not only educational, but entertaining and informative. I am also going to be providing a lot of fantasy content. That's really my my love. I've been playing fantasy football for 25 plus years, and I've been fortunate enough to win eight times in my leagues, and I've been running my own league for the past five. And I'll be providing content throughout the year, everything from uh, the off season throughout the regular season about roster construction, how to draft, what to look for. Uh, injury news, how to utilize information properly and make good decisions about roster construction and and putting together teams correctly, adding and dropping players, auction, free agency, uh, all these types of aspects that go directly into fantasy football that I love so much. And I so look forward to providing all this kind of information and content to you and building this community that I'm starting here today. I'm so looking forward to all of it. But today is about the Super Bowl, and the big picture is today's game, the San Francisco 49ers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm going to dive right into it. The big picture is that these two franchises met four years ago, and the Chiefs won 31-20. to Head coach of the Chiefs, Andy Reid, has beaten head coach of the 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, three times. He's 3-0 against them. Now, when these two teams met a few years ago, different teams, but a lot of players remain on both sides of the gridiron here. The Chiefs have gone from more of a pass-happy team to more of a balanced approach with the run and the defense playing larger roles. San Francisco is a very diversified offense with a, a very high-octane offense. And the defense has struggled a lot in the second half of the year. So I'll, I'll get into that in just a moment. Whereas uh, Kansas City's defense has been pulling them pulling them forward for uh, a great part of the second half. So defense is going in, in, in opposite directions. As I see this game, though, the 49ers and the Chiefs, the Chiefs have two big advantages, and that's the experience and the, the symbiosis of the two probably most important people on the team, the head coach and the quarterback. Patrick Mahomes and, and uh, Andy Reid are just a special duo, and they've been doing it now a long time. And that is a huge advantage that cannot be replicated by the 49ers. At one time, the 40, at one time, the Chiefs were a much more of a quick-strike offensive team, and I, I call this the Tyreek Hill effect. If you remember... Tyreek Hill played for the Chiefs and was a big part of their offense when they won. However, since his departure a couple of years ago, the, the, the Chiefs have still won 
and gotten to a Super Bowl now quite a bit and have n- n- now been there two years in a row and are hoping to win again this year, of course. But as the weaponry of the Chiefs has not stayed at a high level, the Chiefs have still won. But why is that? Patrick Mahomes has become what I would say, in my estimation, using a baseball analogy, become more of a pitcher rather than a thrower. In baseball, a thrower of, of, of the ball is just that, throwing hard heat regard, uh, and just relying on, his, on talent. Mahomes, with the tutelage of Andy Reid, has utilized even more of his of his above-the-neck skills, as I say, and he already had that coming into the league, but he's utilized it even more now, more than just his below-the-neck skills. So Patrick Mahomes is already a special player, but now he can he can win with his with his arm, with his feet and legs, but also his brain. And that's a very dangerous combination. Now, the 49ers have a pretty cerebral quarterback, too, in Brock Purdy, taking nothing against him. He's done a masterful job of getting the 49ers to where they have been, and it's a little unfair to call him just a game manager. I I don't think he's just that. But he does have a lot more skilled positions with with high-level talent than the than the, the Chiefs do. Chiefs are... Are, are more of a, a running and defensive-oriented team, which is surprising the talent of Patrick Mahomes. A lot of people still think of the Chiefs as this high-powered offense, and they can be a quick-strike offense at times, but this is not that team 49ers are. And I call that the Tyreek Hill effect, like I said, about how they've had to evolve that team. But in, in terms of this game, we look at football, and what have we heard so much about the last few seasons? The devaluing of the running back position. In this game, we have two very good running backs. We have actually the offensive player of the year in Christian McCaffrey, who can do everything. He can throw, actually, and, of course, run and catch. So many threats with him. And you have Isaiah Pacheco on the other side with the Chiefs. They have a couple of other backs as well, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire and Jarek McKinnon, who will play roles in this game. And the 49ers have Elijah Mitchell and a, and a couple of other backs like Jordan Mason as well. But as with most sports, it comes down to the basics and the nitty-gritty. And how ironic would it be if the two running backs would be the two primary catalysts in this game? after so much talk the past few years about how running backs shouldn't be earning these long-term contracts. I think it would be fascinating to see how this game plays out because I think that the running game holds the keys to this game, um, again, for both teams. If I were the Chiefs, I would do my best to get Isaiah Pacheco the ball as much as possible and get that San Francisco offense off the field. It's much more dynamic. It is much more potent. It is much more explosive. If you break down every one of those positions, starting at quarterback through special teams, the quarterback is obviously an advantage for the Chiefs. Running backs, I would give to, obviously, Christian McCaffrey of the 49ers. 
the wide receivers are much more dynamic for the 49ers. Remember, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, Juwan Jennings against the the trio basically of Rasheed Rice, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, and maybe Justin Watson and a couple of other nondescript players. Patrick Mahomes used to get that ball down the field a lot, but the past few seasons, his numbers have all gone in a different southerly direction. Pass attempts, passing yards, and touchdowns. Why? It's a more it's a more balanced offense. It's not the pass happy offense, which it's kind of the brilliance of Andy Reid and Mahomes that they've been able to win in many multiple different multiple different uh, modes. If you again and again we go to the tight end here, uh, the tight end I would say Kelsey is a, a, a definitely an advantage in terms of his pass catching ability, but but the overall ability of George Kittle is fantastic. It's almost even. The kicking edge I would say would go to the Chiefs and the uh, experience of Harrison Butker. It also came out during the week. Uh, I don't know who, who who knows about it, but it hasn't been talked about that much. The 49ers practiced at a different field at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, instead of at Allegiant Field. In this game, the Chiefs are considered or are the home team. The 49ers are the road team. So the Chiefs get to practice at Allegiant Field. I don't understand that one at all. I think they should both be playing on the same surface for practice. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But in any case, the field is different at at UNLV versus Allegiant Field. It's a, a bit harder, and there have been some complaints about that from the NFL Players Association that it's an acceptable field but not an ideal field. So will that play an important role here today? It might. So many of these games, as we know, they come down to one kick, one snap, a hold that isn't right or is right, and Every little detail makes a, a bit of difference. Remember a couple of weeks ago when the Chiefs played the Ravens for the AFC Championship that Mahomes and Kelsey were out in midfield tinkering with their equipment and I don't want to say bullying, but definitely playing some mind games with Justin Tucker, the kicker of the Ravens, getting him out of the way and seeing if he can maybe – play somewhere else or practice somewhere else. So all these things have an impact. The 49ers have all the talent, I would say, in the world, but I'm not sure if they have that recipe to win. And that takes time. Mahomes and Reed, they have this recipe. They have that it. I think they know how to win. And I think they're going to use their skills today to grind out this win. That would be the way I would look at this game. I'm not a better. I'm not about props. I'm not about gambling. That's not what my my podcast and my show is about. I don't do that. That's not what I'm about. For anyone who enjoys that or wants to do that, go right ahead. Uh, I'm not one of those guys. I'm just not. But in terms of this game, I think that all these things play a factor. Being able to dissect every aspect of this game is really fun and it takes time and it, it, there are so many details that go into analyzing a game like this. I, I do think that 
that the Chiefs should run, should run and run heavily on this team. Remember, the 49ers defense has been terrible against the run, especially in the playoffs. They got gashed by the Packers and Aaron Jones, and then against the Lions with Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery. They've been, they've been getting gashed. The 49ers have so many weapons that when they get on the field, they could control the clock or they can strike quickly. That's what makes this team so dangerous is McCaffrey and the ability of Debo Samuel. Those two guys are so dynamic and so good at what they do that they can really take over a game. And if the, if the 49ers front led by Nick Bosa doesn't get any pressure on Mahomes. I think it's going to be that much easier for the Chiefs to take over the game in terms of ground control and uh, and uh, controlling the clock. I think that would be my MO when it comes to this game. And again, very different from the traditional difference of, uh, of uh, pass happiness right now in the NFL. I don't think either team runs away with this game. I think this is a close game, but I think the Tyreek Hill factor narrows the gap from that 31-20 score of a few years ago. I think it's it's worth a touchdown. And I would say this is more of a field goal, a two- to four-point game. I would say something like 30-27. to 27. And in either case, whoever wins this game is making history. If the Chiefs win, they are going to be the first team since the Patriots and 20 years ago to win consecutive Super Bowls. If the 49ers win, it'll be their first in 30 seasons. And they'll join the Steelers and the Patriots as the only franchises to win six Super Bowls, which is pretty amazing considering all the success, especially the recent success that the 49ers have had. And all those great teams with Joe Montana and Jerry Rice and Steve Young and Roger Craig, Bill Walsh, George Seifert. I mean, so many great players. And it's such a a model of consistency for so many years. And it, it would be fun to see them win. I'm sure the 49ers would would love to see their team win, obviously, and their fans. I'm sure, I'm sure they would. Either way, though, I, I just hope that this game is an American classic. I hope it's it is such a fun day for the country. It's a it's a fun day, regardless of if, if anyone is a football fan or not. It's a day to kick back, watch and just have some fun whether it's the halftime show, the commercials, or the game itself. I hope everyone just enjoys the game. I know I, I will, and I always have a fun time watching the game, breaking it down. And then I'll go over the nitty-gritty uh, post-game as well. So look for that podcast as well. But for today, I would say this is a two- to four-point game, 30-27 to 27 or something like that, somewhere in that realm, I think, in terms of going over and taking the, I guess, the underdog in this point that would be the Chiefs. So I hope you've enjoyed my very first podcast, the first of many more to come. And uh, just enjoy the game. And, again, thank you for tuning in to whoever tunes in. I look forward to so much more and having uh, a great experience in the coming weeks and months. And just enjoy the game. I hope it's a wonderful game for everybody, and just have a a great afternoon and a great evening watching Super Bowl 58. Again, my name is Vincent DiPasquale, and you've been listening to my very first podcast, A Different Take. Thank you so much, everybody. Enjoy the game.